Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. This is Heart to Heart with Spongile Mufukeng on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. Ah, Tony McLeckin, Muruti Tony McLeckin, and the song I Call You Faithful. Before that, it was Izi Telo Zigamoya Utumulugu Fanele, and uh, that is a group that was founded by the late Kulekani Mdawe. Um, he passed away, um, I think it was on the 9th of November 2021. He had started Izi Telo Zigamoya, um, MBJ, and Fragile Versals. Now, Fragile Vessels has grown. We, they, they, there are men, fragile, fragile vessels, and then there are uh, women also in the fragile vessels as well. Um, he has worked with um, Oza Kelema Bena on Isambulo the musical as well. Um, and I'm hoping and praying that he, uh, the group Izitelo Zigamoya, MPJ, Fragile Vessels, and all the others should continue um, where he has left off so they should just continue growing his legacy and afterwards gave you the sound of uh, Pastor Donnie McClacken I call you faithful and I believe that that song is so relevant what I am talking to my queen says Rhoda Khrudbuam about today Hello. saying his grace is sufficient I was dancing I, I, I can tell you we're also <laughs> dancing <laughs> yes 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 I like the song I like Pastor Donnie <laughs> how are you my queen <laughs> I'm good good afternoon my queen and family I'm good, and how is the family doing? We're doing very well. We can't wait to hear more about His grace that is sufficient for us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't feel it. Sometimes we don't see no. it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not even say use the word sometimes. Can I say most times? Sorry, Lord yes, Jesus. Yes, can can yes, I apologize yes, first, my queen? I need to apologize <laughs> to the Lord Jesus first because some, most times I call and we're like, ah. <laughs> We, we only talk about his grace when, when, when there's something good happening, but the rest of the month is like, yeah. I bow, I bow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into it yes, today. My queen. <laughs> but uh, yes, thank you so much for having Patkos. And you know what? This is a word so close to my heart. And when I, what I'm going to share is that I've experienced it in my personal journey. So it hit home. You know, I even asked Holy Spirit, why do you want me to share on this, you know? But I do want to believe this is going to encourage somebody this afternoon. And I'm just going to open up Scripture in Second Corinthians 4, 18 to 18. I'm not going to read everything for the sake of time. Second Corinthians? Second Corinthians 4, mm-hmm. 8 to 18. All right. And then verse 8 starts, it says, you know, and it is when you will fit in now, we are hard-pressed on every side, mm-hmm. yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed. Verse 10 says, always caring about in the body, dying of the Lord of Jesus, the life that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. So whatever we go through, the suffering and everything we go through, it's all in, for his name's sake. Verse 16 encourages us, therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, mm. yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Mm. For our light affliction, which is 
but for a moment is working for us far more exceeding in an internal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but it is things which are not seen. And I think when we realize that we are still in this world, what we're going through is just a short while. And the Bible says, for the things which are seen are temporary. temporary. But, the, mm. but the, things are, uh, the things which are not seen are eternal. So we focus on the temporary things, and that is what's exhausting us. And life is full of challenges. Some challenges are easy to overcome, and some are just hard. And I remember I said to a friend one day that I, I personally feel at one stage of my life was constantly on the anvil. I mean, it's just a sharpening and a sharpening and a sharpening. And, 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 I, and I could relate to Apostle Paul where mm. he dealt with a thorn in his flesh. And he asked God to remove the thorn. And he also said that he felt it was a messenger of Satan's sin to torment him. But God didn't remove the thorn. God said to him, my grace is sufficient. And I think when we go through challenges, when somebody encourages us with the scripture, you're like, you want to scream because you don't even know what I'm going through, but you're telling me my God's grace is sufficient. And, and there are times where we are faced with so many challenges in our prayers, would be like Paul's prayer. It says, Lord, please remove this. Mm. It's an easy prayer. It's a quick prayer. You know what? <laughs> Lord, <laughs> just remove this out of the way, you know. Or, Lord, it's hard. Lord, I'm tired. This thing is draining me. Mm. But there are many situations in the Bible when we read a word that God didn't remove things. He, if he took them through things. And of course, we'd like to share on the life of David. He was faced with hard, hard challenges. But David remained faithful in every situation. David was, we know that David was anointed a king at a very young age. And after Samuel anointed David, David continued going back to looking after his father's sheep. And here the story starts when David met Saul in 1 Samuel chapter 16. This is now where the, the entrance of Saul came into his life. And the Bible says in verse 14, 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 14, it says, Now the Spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, mm. and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented Saul. Mm. And Saul's attendants realized that, you know what, this evil spirit is controlling this man, he's becoming an ugly man, he's just uncontrolled, he's uncontrollable, and they said to him, you know what, Saul, can we get somebody to come and play for you, you know, somebody that will play when the evil spirit from God comes on you, and you will feel better. So what I'm reading in between the lines that they knew that it's the anointing of God that breaks the yoke. Hmm. So Saul said to his attendants, find someone who plays well and bring him to me. And then one of his servants said, you know, I've seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem. He knows how to play the lure and he's brave and he's a brave man, he's a warrior. And, and he said also he speaks well and he's, fine. he's a fine looking man. And what stood out for me is that, and the Lord is with him. Mm. And then Saul sent the messengers to Jesse's house, and they, uh, Jesse agreed, and then David came. So David came to Saul, and 
he, he entered into Saul's place and Saul liked him very much. Hmm. And David became one of Saul's armor bearers mm-hmm. and Saul sent word to Jesse that, you know what, I like your boy. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased with him. Can you please stay here? You know, can you stay here with me? You know, it's like David also, in that you read it, he acknowledged that he needs David. Verse 23 says, Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David will take up the learned play. Then relief will come to Saul, mm. and he will feel better, and the evil spirit will leave him. And that's the power of the anointing of God. That's the power of worship. That's the power of praise. Now we're going to another scene where we know that Saul met him, and he was calming Saul down, and Saul was having a tantrum. So we read now where... Uh, David faced Goliath in the great victory where David uh, was still very young, but he conquered Goliath, and that was great victory. But David remained humble. In chapter 17, verse 55, we read, As Saul watched David go out to fight, mm. he asked Ebna, who, the, the Ebna was his general, he said, who is the son David? I mean, Mara, David, to me, it was very strange that in chapter 16, this is a guy that calms you down. But you, you don't know. When you <laughs> melodramatic, you, you, you don't know. You know, he calms you down. So now you're like, who's that warrior? And remember when they introduced him, he said, he's a brave man, he's a warrior. Mm, mm. And you know, sometimes we overlook people. We, like, because David said this thing where he was overlooked. Mm. And even Edna said, I don't know who's this guy, you know. But the, the, the story is that, uh, started is that David overcame, and we know how he defeated Goliath. Mm. And then after that story, Jonathan and David became very close friends. Mm. And Saul kept uh, David at the palace, and whatever he asked David to do, David did it, David did it successfully. Saul made David commander in his army, and, you know, he was just, he just raved about David, and David also served him with loyalty and excellence and successfully. But here the story takes an ugly turn in First Samuel chapter 18, and although he, he put him as a commander, he favored and he was like so pleased with his boy. Mm. And then in chapter 18 we read when the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistine, you know, the woman came out and they made a mistake also. They were celebrating and they were singing and they were dancing. And as they were singing, they said, Saul slain thousands and David ten thousand. <laughs> and that made him mad. You know, he was so angry. Yeah. He was so angry about that because he put David there. He, he wants him now there. But he was now angry. Because they have created a David with 10,000, and that's what he was thinking now. And he was like, oh, and I'm only only thousands. What more can he get by the kingdom? You know, he mm. was now threatened. Mm. And then from that time, Saul kept a close eye on, on David. David. But, and, and the sad thing is now, like, the next day, the evil spirit came again forcefully. And Saul was, the Bible says here, that he was prophesying in the house while David was playing. And uh, what I can read here, he was, again, melodramatic, you know, very, very melodramatic. And while David was playing for him, and I believe, I want to believe David was playing in the spirit. Um, and then he, 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 
he, whilst playing, you know, you think now, he's listening now, we, we, we're in worship now, we're in worship. And he says, I'll pin David to the wall. And, but David escaped twice, you know. So Saul mm. so had this anger, he had this hostility towards David. And, and Saul was also afraid of David because the Lord was with David. Mm. And the sad reality of our fourth, uh, his life was Saul's life, excuse me, that he, the Spirit of God departed from him. Mm. And that is what brought all this. He sent David away and uh, he did a lot of things, but in everything he did, David had great success because the Lord was, was with him. him. He, he even said to David, you can marry my eldest daughter. At the end of the day, she didn't marry him. Then the other daughter, Michelle, fell in love with David. And he was like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, I got him now. I got him now. And you know what happened? He also said a threat. He said to David, do this and do that. And at the end of the day, it was a threat, you know, it was a threat. But David, what, 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 what I like about David, that God's grace was so sufficient on his life. Although Saul's plan, plan was to have David fall by the hands of the Philistines, David still came home. He still came back because Saul uh, uh, asked for, 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 for uh, the Philistine force kings, you know, for, to bring back the force kings. Mm. But he was planning this because he knew that David might be killed, you know, but... The beauty part of that, when God's grace is upon your life, when God's favor is upon your life, and when you remain obedient, he came back. David came back with his, with his, with his people, and he came back with 200 foreskins. And when Saul realized that the Lord was with David, and that his daughter loved David, he even became more afraid. And the Bible says he, David remained his enemy for the rest of his days. And What's the story got to do with us now? Because it's a far story and all that. And how can we relate to the story? And I just want to say to you why it's so close to me that there are many people in situations where you are loyal to your church leader, your boss, your manager, and you are serving them like David with the spirit of excellence. Mm. And you are, you, are, you are serving them successfully. And, and, and for somebody listening, maybe you are at the peak of your career or your calling and where your leader or your boss or your manager has found so much favor with you. And they were so pleased with you. And all of a sudden, things are changing. Mm. And I want to ask this question. That, do you feel that you are serving under Saul? Because I can relate. When I read the story, I can relate because I was once serving under a Saul. And just to describe Saul a bit, you know, Saul was demonically influenced mm. and emotionally unstable. The distressing spirit of God allowed uh, uh, allowed to be, him to be tormented, and it, it played with his emotional emotions. And when you read also in between the lines that they suspect he had uh, uh, a depression and all that, and Saul only came more and more depressed and fearful by the time. You know, when he realized that David got an anointing and he felt threatened by, by David. And many times in a corporate world when you are, you are such an achiever, you can become a threat. But I want to encourage somebody this, 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 this afternoon, even if you're dealing with, with a sore, because sore, the root of hatred towards David was jealousy, distrust, and fear. Mm. And, 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 and the emphasis in this narrative 
is on soul's fear. So when, when, a, when a leader operates under fear, and this is for leaders also, when you operate under fear, you will feel intimidated by your, by your mentee, you know, by the person that is underneath you. And so realizing also that his position is key, it's uh, been threatened because he was more concerned about his kingdom and not God's kingdom. So also move away from what God is asking to do. So so really was arrogant, he had a lot of pride. And for this reason, he refuses to back off for David. And he's, he was even prepared to kill David. He had ample chances to kill, he wanted to kill David. But David, what I like about the story of David, and here we can learn if you under a soul or somebody get influenced or operating under the spirit of soul, is that David was able to serve Saul, the one, because he knew he was going to replace King. David knew that Saul was no longer God's choice. David knew that Saul, Saul's reign was coming to an end. But he didn't know when, but he was still faithful every day. Perhaps David even knew about the Lord's displeasure with Saul. Still David served Saul. David still served Saul. Saul was not right with God. And, 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 and he had many, sorry, Saul wasn't right with God, and Saul had many character flaws. Saul disobeyed God publicly and privately. Saul was self-absorbed, insecure, competitive, jealous, ambitious, yet David served him. Saul was a terrible example of God's anointed Yet David served him. And the Lord wasn't even angry with David for serving Saul. He was pleased with David serving Saul. And Saul was, was at a point in his life mm. where it was the worst, he was a worst example of a godly leader. Saul loved well below the standards. And I think if I can put myself in a situation like this, I will just walk away. Mm. But yet David served him. And in serving Saul, David didn't aid. In Saul's disobedience, but David uh, didn't align him also with Saul's every belief. My point is that Saul was one of the worst examples, yet David served him. And this means that wherever God placed us, wherever God put us, we have to serve our leaders no matter what. I know there are different situations, but I don't think there's anybody, if you even go deeper into Saul's character and who he was, I don't think there's a human being that can really replace this man. But I just want to encourage somebody that if you find yourself in a situation like this, you must be ready to honor those who God has placed before you, even if those placed before you have flaws. The honor, this is something that stood out for me, that the honor you place upon your predecessors mm. is directly proportional to your promotion in the spirit. So, you know, D David also realized that our, our warfare is not against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. And that is why you could, you know, I ask, you know, but how could this guy serve so faithfully, be so loyal under this? Mm. But again, because David knows that this, I'm dealing with a here. I'm not dealing with a man here. And another thing that we can also learn from David is David had two opportunities to kill Saul. And both times he refused to kill his half enemy or allow his men to do this. Saul died at the end of the day as a secret warrior. But 
both David and Saul were great sinners, yet one was broken. We know the story where David was broken in Psalm 51. And if you read also how God, he repented because when he sinned, and he was, he, he was really broken about dis, uh, disappointing God. Mm-hmm. But Saul had arrogance, you know, he had arrogance. And David ended up, when we read about David, he was, he was a man after God's own, own heart. heart. Mm. And for somebody listening now, and it's like, you know what, I hear what you say, I maybe I'm, I'm in a situation I'm facing with a sword in my life, and, and, and how did David overcome this ongoing battle? Because it was an ongoing battle, and, 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 and David, was, David was filled with the Spirit of God. And that equipped him to mm-hmm. do the will of God. And it was the will of God for David to, 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 to submit under that leadership. It was the will of God for David to remain faithful. Mm-hmm. And, and, and David had ample chances. He had opportunities to take revenge. But David, in the end of the day, he allowed God to handle the situation. Because, again, the emphasis is that, David realized Ephesians 6 verse 12 says that for our struggle is not against flesh, flesh and blood, blood but mm-hmm. against the rulers, against the authorities, mm-hmm. against the powers of this dark world, mm-hmm. and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. So he realized that this man was tormented by an evil spirit. And how did he overcome this? by spending time in the presence of God, mm-hmm. uh, by, by, by forgiving, because every time he had to go back and, and serve under him. But David really forgave, he forgave, and he forgave. And the beauty part is that he spent so much time in the, in, in the presence of God. We know that he was a worshiper. We also know that in, in 2 Samuel 22, verse 35, he says, that is when you spend time in the presence for God. He mm. says, he trains my hands for battle, and my arms can bend a bow of, 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 of bronze. So the farmers of Israel knew how to sing, knew how to dance, knew how to meditate, and he knew how to worship. Mm-hmm. David knew how to worship in the presence of God. And that is why David is known as a man close to God's heart. Because it was very important for him that, am I going to be obedient to the will of God? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to get into the flesh? And the flesh will say revenge, retaliate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But David stayed in his lane. Wow. And my grace is sufficient for you. We're my taking a break. We're coming back with uh, Sis Rhoda Khredvram. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. Well, there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer requests by calling 067-429-7564. Or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. 
Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Share our passion for life on 657 AM. This is Heart to Heart with Swamile Mufuking on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. Ah, that is Michael David and the song Wave After Wave. Your grace just keeps flowing. For me, your love just keeps flowing for me. And uh, you are listening to Heart to Heart. I am Sibongide Mufugen with you up until 3 o'clock at 3 o'clock Germany. Johan else comes through with something else. I am still with my queen, Sis Rhoda Khredbuam. And we're just about to close our discussion today on Patko's His Grace, reminding you and I that His Grace is sufficient for us. Thank Greetings you. to Apostle APM and CEO. Shalom to you. Um, good day to Herodias Tibedi saying glory to Jesus Christ. And Thank Victoria you. Lynn Roman saying amen. Let's take a family member on the line. Hi, family. How are you? I'm blessed beyond measure. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Amen. Yes, sir. Uh, good afternoon, Papa. I'm good. I'm good, Baba Nkosi. And you? Uh, we are blessed. We are blessed. We are I mean. Blessed. You know, uh, Sister Rhoda, what you are preaching about, mm. it's something that brings victory to us. Mm. Yeah. Realizing the sufficiency Eish. of the grace of God in us, in our lives, is mm. what is bringing yes, is what is bringing victory to us. Well, this is only yeah. Yeah. After realizing it, grace with sufficiency. Wow. realize the sufficiency grace overcome every situation that you're faced with. Yeah. Yeah, I can do all things. Yeah. 
Wow. The goodness of the Lord. The grace of the Lord. Wow. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Babunkosi. May God bless you. Wow. Babunkosi says when he went blind, when he started going blind, he never realized God's grace upon his life at first. So he thought that everybody should put their lives on hold for him and concentrate only on him. But he says as soon as he realized that the grace of the Lord is sufficient, he was able to do so many things. He says, I've I've never been trained. He says, I've never been trained uh, like other blind people would be trained to, uh, to, to know how to get from point A to point B. He says, but the grace of the Lord taught me. He says, I can move from here to Nelspreit without I any mean, aid. I, I can mean. do it. I, he says, I can go to the mall. I can do I all mean. things. And he says, it's when you realize the grace of the Lord, the sufficiency, yes. especially yes. when you realize yes. the sufficiency of his grace upon your life and that you know that you can do all things. Thank you so much, Babunkosi, for the testimony. Thank you so much for that as well. I Mashudu, mean, I mean. yeah, Mashudu Chikukube, thank you so much saying amen. And uh, Ger- I think it's Geraldine Nzovo. It says, uh, good afternoon, my queens and family. Powerful teaching from Madam Rhoda. I concur with you. Babunko, uh, see grace. Baton, grace. See now, all that we want to say, shout grace. Tell your neighbor, say grace. <laughs> my queen, I need you to close it because it's time up for you and I. We have to say goodbye to the family of Radio Pulpit. Let's close it and pray for the body of Christ in this regard. In 2024, his grace grace is sufficient for me and I you mean, we can I do mean. all things through christ in 2024 a year of open doors my queen close it yes father we thank you for your love we thank you for your word we thank you for your amazing grace god we thank you father god that you could minister to us that you don't take situations away but you let us go through situations because you strengthen us for the battle. You, you, you arm us for battle. And you give us the wisdom that we need and everything we need to endure challenges. So, Father, I thank you for each and every person listening this afternoon. If they are dealing with a sore in their lives, God, my prayer is that you will equip them with the Holy Spirit. It will be able to help them to overcome sore. So, Father, we thank you for your grace. We've learned so much about David and help us to spend more more time in your presence. Whenever the enemy comes like a flood, that you will raise a standard. When the enemy comes after us, that you will be the rock of age, that we can go and hide in you and we find safety. Father, may your peace that surpasses all understanding control our minds and thinking. And Father God, for somebody that's listening, dealing with a soul spirit of God, come into this situation in Jesus' name and we say amen. And amen.
again, my queen. Thank you so much for ministering unto the family, bringing hope back, bringing strength back. Um, And we know that we now can do all things. We are so excited about God's grace upon our lives. My queen, for family members seeking to talk to you directly, how do they reach you? Yes, they can read me on WhatsApp. Uh, my number is 083-637-8242. Say that again. 083-637-8242. And you are on social media platforms as well? You're not on TikTok. Yes. Are you on TikTok? No, no, not yet. Not yet. I'm not there yet. Please. I'm still Old Testament. <laughs> We love you. <laughs> love you too, family. God bless. <laughs> we bless you too. Have a great one. Thank bye-bye. You. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. She is Rhoda Khredbuam on Facebook. She says, I'm Old Testament. <laughs> ah, what a message. I hope you have been encouraged in the Lord this afternoon. I'm signing out, my family. We are meeting tomorrow as I continue with my couple uh, the Mkizes, uh, the Apostle Mkizes and his wife, as we are closing our discussion uh, on some of the challenges that are facing our pastors and um, the the uh, yeah pastors' wives and, and and pastors in church and how to balance ministry and uh, to balance life and ministry. Can we say that love and ministry, life, love and ministry? So we are going to do that tomorrow at uh, 10 o'clock together with the Mkizes. And um, yeah, I am signing out. Next up is Germany, Johan Elton, something else, Vusi on the controls as well. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the sweet fellowship of our Lord Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and forevermore in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Love you to bits. Bye-bye. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpits on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.